hunger. So, don't mind if you hear weird noises. I'm in a park watching my kids play on swings and stuff. And uh, I'm reflecting on something I've noticed, uh, or at least starting to notice and wondering about, uh, in regard to a certain trend in leadership. And uh, it's one that kind of, you know, concerns me a bit and makes me just wonder about the future. And so... Um, I think what it, the main thing is, I mean, I was sitting with, uh, a, a leader of an organization last week, we we're having breakfast and we were talking about, you know, trying to find staff and, you know, uh, trying to, you know, plant more churches and reach more people for Jesus and pastors and being able to, uh, be able to figure out kind of what where to send people and how to send people where they're supposed to go and um, plant churches and lead movements and kind of do whatever needs to be done in order to do that. And he was talking about some staff that he has that are doing some things. And I was thinking about leaders that I met at conferences recently and they were talking about planning churches and their their unwillingness to necessarily move into certain areas or, you know, um, needing more, you know, time or whatever to, to move into the area that they were going to plant a church and, um, and certain leaders just not, you know, really, they're kind of not willing to do certain things for whatever pastoral ministry they got called into, or if they, they're like, Hey, you're going to hire me as a pastor, but here's all the, you know, things that I need in order to do that. And just made me think about over the last few years, my interactions with a lot of people in ministry. And it made me wonder, you know, Brad Lomanick has this H3 leadership book. Um, and, uh, Patrick Lencioni back in the day had, you know, the three things to a leader. And he talked about the idea of, um, the humility, hum- be humble. Um, uh, Lomenick's concepts are humble, hustle and hunger. Um, and Lencioni's are something like, uh, humble and smart and, uh, and hustle. And it made, it made me you know, wonder if the the thing missing out of out of Lomenick's framework of humble hunger and hung, uh, hunger and uh, hustle is hunger. That that maybe the thing missing in regard to a lot of pastors, leaders, potential church planters is just the deep hunger that I used to hear and see in pastors, um, you know, even 10 years ago, I used to see this deep hunger to say, wherever God's calling me to go, whatever God's calling me to do, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do that. You know, if the opportunity comes now, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to move into these areas. I'm going to get to know the people, even if I got to, you know, I think about the minute that the elder board Uh, of the church that Aaron and I were working at said, yes, you can go plant a church. We were gone. I mean, we went and and moved in, rented a house. We had this beautiful house in, um, in the town we were living in. We had two very small children. We were almost pregnant or pregnant with the third. 
and we uprooted our whole life and we moved uh, into a town 30 minutes from where we were living and knew nobody and just started sitting at the parks and going to the coffee shops and the bookstores and meeting people and kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to figure out how we could gather 50 people to be involved in this church plant. And of course, the church was ch- sending us with 30 or 35 people, so that was good. But we, we left all the comfort of what we had and we and even getting married and leaving our family and friends in Toronto and moving out to Vancouver um, we knew nobody when we got here it was scary man we would try to we would try to make friends at the IHOP and if the waitress was really nice to us we'd be like oh man maybe we should invite her over you know she's just trying to get a tip uh, the first house we moved into it was just all we were on the third level of a triplex it was all just drugs in the layers below us, it was busy. It was, you know, it was the scary world of trying to go where Jesus calls you to go. Uh, like Abraham being called into a country you don't even know and you just got to go in faith. And um, and because we were hungry and we were going to do whatever it took because if we didn't reach people, you know, start, you know, go back to the, the founding of Village Church. If we don't reach people, we don't eat. And, uh, and then I talked to church planners today and I'm not sure I feel, or even pastors in general, leaders in general, feel that hunger. Like, man, if we don't reach people, we, we're not going to eat. Uh, if we don't, if we don't do have results, if we don't succeed at what we're trying to do at teaching the Bible, if we don't do that well, if we don't make disciples well, um, then, then, man, people are dying and going to hell every single day. And so we have to have a deep hunger and never be satisfied until the mission's complete, until our heart stops beating, till we're in heaven. And, and I, my fear is out of those three H's, the humble, the hunger, and the hustle, um, that we focus on the humble because it feels godly. And it's, and it is, of course, it's, it's, a character thing. It's a thing where we, it's, it feels more Christian to, to look at someone and go, Hey, do they have humility? But what I'm wondering about is this hunger thing. And, and, and now here, let me, let me just give a commentary, um, to why, or at least one reason. I think there's a, probably a ton of sociological factors of why the hunger might be gone in regard to ministry at times. And I'm not saying everyone. I mean, I interact with a lot of people in ministry who are still hungry, but it's a general trend that I and other people I've talked to are sensing. And uh, here's, I think, one of probably a plethora of reasons why. Um, I look at social media and the world of celebrity pastors or people in ministry who have a lot of great opportunity. And I don't even say celebrity pastor as a negative, like let's just say pastors who are on social media who might've, you know, let's say sold books or travel a lot or, you know, have nice homes and, and cars and, you know, famous friends and get out in boats and, you know, what, you know, a variety of different things. And if you post about that because that's your life, I think that's fine. I mean, that's we don't want to try to be people that we're not. And so we got to embrace who we are and not just cover up, you know, the opportunities that we have uh, to do what God's called us to do. Um, but when when 
when they do that, I think a lot of young pastors or not even young, just guys who might not have as much influence yet see that and they want some of the same thing. So I wonder if it's kind of like a gravedigger effect. You know, there's this concept of a gravedigger effect that I'll do another podcast on, but uh, because it's got these deep rooted ideas in Protestantism and, um, and, and the reformation and whether it worked too well, um, to create the idea of Christianity in a democracy, whether, whether Protestants have actually created a democracy and, uh, prosperity in the West and actually dug its own grave because the more prosperity it created, uh, the, the less people needed God. And so it's called the gravedigger effect because it did such a good job at what it was trying to do that the adverse effect was secularism, agnosticism and atheism in a sense. And so, but I think that the gravedigger effect here could be, we want to show that, you know, people want to be authentic and just say, look, um, this is my life. This is what God's given me opportunity. And, and I don't, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that a lot of other people look at it and it, it decreases their hunger to sacrifice because what they want is the, they want the good life and they want it quick rather than seeing pastoral ministry as uh, sacrificial or uh, a cross bearing uh, or something that might be a long game toward any kind of um, financial stability or uh, prosperity in the, in the, in the here and now. Um, you know, people have viewed it now as an opportunity to go, okay, Hey, I could, I could have this voice. I could be successful or whatever. All this stuff that when I was growing up, wasn't even a thing, wasn't something you thought about, but social media has created this reality. And I think maybe that's what people are after now. They want that and they want the shortcut to that. They don't realize that, you know, those people put in a lot of time and energy and years and sacrifice and risk and money and whatever else, um, trying to become what they've become by God's grace. And some of them have heavily abused it and they're, it's nonsense. And that, that can be also another podcast. But I think point being, um, I think it's had this weird effect. And I wonder if that's when I'm sitting across from guys and they don't have the hunger, they don't have the desire or girls to, to go, I want to sacrifice everything. Uh, my family's bought in. We're going to move. We're going to do this. We're going to take a pay cut. We're going to whatever we need to do, um, to do what God's called us to do. There's just less of that around and more a bit of an entitlement factor, a bit of the what's in it. Uh, Hey, let me kind of be comfortable in this. Let me figure out all these other factors. And I wonder if that is part of it. There's been a gravedigger effect uh, of the story and the narrative of pastoral ministry that's got shot out there and also a unwillingness, therefore, for young or up and coming pastors or even people who are in their 50s who might be being called into planting or being a missionary somewhere or whatever. And we want to do that because there's this there's this good life in the now that they see and they want that and they're not willing to necessarily go, man, I'm willing to do the hard stuff, go to the hard places and not get all the nice uh, worldly things that go along with it in yet uh, the delayed gratification, uh, there is none of that anymore. And so, 
Uh, I'm sure there's other crazy factors um, that go into why they're why leaders lack a deep hunger. Um, but I but I see it out there. I see, you know, people out there just kind of they're just they're just doing life. They're leaders and they're on social media. They're just doing life. They're just hanging out. They're just sitting around, you know, uh, doing domestic life and. You know, there's a point at which that's great. I mean, I got to build tree boxes and planter boxes and cut the grass too. And, you know, sometimes show I do show that and I think it's important because it's, you know, it's the Bible talks about the quiet life and the, you know, different phases of life where you're raising up kids or whatever. And uh, that's important. But of course, it's got to be, that's can't, that's got to be the balance of people going, there's that side of kingdom life for sure. But then there's the side that's like, what is God actually asking me to do? And what do I need to walk away from to do it? How am I going to be hungry for every single convert uh, in my church? How am I going to be driven, never be satisfied? And people look at me and, they, and they've and they asked me, they said, well, why didn't you just kind of quit this whole multi-site video thing, trying to figure out how to plant in other cities across Canada and online? Why do you do it? You just settle for a bit. You have enough people. Um, just chill. Why do you want to give yourself more work? And it's like, because the people I think about every day are the people that I'm driving home from work and I pull up beside them at red lights and I go, none of these people go to my church. None of these people know Jesus and I exist so that they will. And I'm, you know, to my dying day, want to do everything in my power to do whatever it takes to reach them. And, uh, that hunger I pray never goes away. And it's a, it's a, it's a discontentment in my soul. Um, and I just, I just hope that pastors, uh, have that across the board and will continue to, uh, by God's grace. So we got to pray to that end that uh, the trend of a lack of hunger doesn't continue in young and up and coming leaders or just general leaders of ministry.